Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hungry Planet, I discovered it in my supermarket in the freezing section. <laughs> and I have Todd Boyman. You are the, one of the founders. You and your sister, correct? That's right. Yeah, Jody, my sister, and I founded the business. Yeah. Hungry Planet. That's right. Todd Boyman, thank you for this food. Absolutely delighted. You probably discovered it at Deerberg's here in St. How Louis. How did you know? Yeah, that? no, they're a great partner. Yeah, yeah. they've got a great yeah. selection. And, by the way, St. Louis it is a St. Louis-born company, correct? Exactly. Started here in St. Louis. That's yeah, amazing. Absolutely. It's huge right now. But I want to go back and first say this. So um, I was 17, I think, sorry, years ago. And uh, I was in the kitchen with my mom, and I was never a cook. I don't like to cook. I don't want to cook. But I did the grunt work, and I was doing the chicken, cleaning it or whatever. And I took a look at the leg and went, wait a second. Ew. Gross me out. I stopped eating meat and poultry. Fish did not gross me out. I still eat fish. Um, people thought I was weird. I grew up in L.A. So then, fast forward, they gave it a name, pescatarian. Now there's flexitarian. Now there's so many. But the point is I never went back to eating meat or eating um, poultry. I went to very plant-based diet. And it was just from that one experience of looking and realizing that was a chicken and that kind of grossed you out. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah. And I love animals, but yeah. it wasn't because of a love of animals. Yeah. And then I discovered that it was really hard to find food. Yeah. Impossible. And um, then I moved to the Midwest. And even more impossible. Impossible. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. didn't even know what frozen yogurt was when I first moved here. And that's from LA. That was a big thing. Yeah. So to have... Um, to have a company like yours, to how, when did Hungry Planet start? Yeah, so the, the, the R&D started almost two decades ago. Okay. Um, R&D? Just the research and development. Okay. Trying to understand how could you do this. Okay. So that started with some like-minded friends about 20 years ago, just because we realized that this was an opportunity that had to be addressed and a problem that had to be solved. So let's start so, with your story. Yeah. So you know mine now, yeah. where I came from, and the issues yeah. I had trying to find food, especially when yeah. you don't cook, yeah. um, and getting all the, the, meat, the nutrients you need. When did you start? Yeah, so I was born and raised in St. Louis, mm -hmm. um, but then I lived all over the world. And, and for me, it started shortly after I graduated from college, over 30 years ago. I was living in California at the time. Uh, I have an older sister, Jody, who's the co-founder of Hungry Planet with me, and a younger sister, Kim, who's an MD. They both had eaten plant-based here in St. Louis starting about in grade school. So they were really unique. They were they were complete oddballs, right? Everyone oh, yeah. was like, well, what is this about? Because that was in the late 70s, early 80s. Wow. Right? They were ahead uh, of the curve. They were way ahead of the curve. Um, and they were really obnoxious to me about it. So I got to the point, quite frankly, where I couldn't even vacation with them, right? Because <laughs> every time we'd go on vacation, they'd be, you know, they'd be lecturing me on how I should be changing my uh, eating habits. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so eventually, my younger sister uh, ghost wrote a book about why one would eat plant-based. Now, what is the name of so, the book? Uh, it's called 101 Things You Can Do to Save the Animals. I think I read it. Yeah, I mean, it was published about 30 years ago. So I feel it was a like long I read time it, ago. which tells me how old. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, and, um, and so I, I said, Kim, put your best arguments in that book. Yeah. I'll read it, and we'll never debate this again, right? Because I'm kind of a data-driven person. Uh-huh. So she did. She put the arguments in there, and I, I was living in San Diego at the time. She sent me a copy. I read it, and one night I called her the next day. She was in D.C., and I said, okay, Kim, I'm not going to eat meat anymore, or dairy, but what do I eat? Because yes. I don't like tofu and I don't like vegetables, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a bit of a problem. Um, so she flew out to <laughs> San Diego. Problem. It's a massive problem. Yes. So so Kim uh, flew out to San Diego. We went shopping. She kind of showed me how I could eat, and uh, there's been no looking back. And for me, it was largely about the arguments about um, what conventional meat does to our environment, mm-hmm. as well as what it does to our personal health. Mm-hmm. Um, the animal part of it wasn't as big a part of the equation for me. I mean, ag- animal ag um, really was fairly horrific 30 years ago, and now it really is um, you know, not great, <laughs> right? Yeah, but for me, it was the environmental elements of what, how we were degrading the environment and what we were doing to our personal health. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's how it started for me. And uh, then about 20 years ago, uh, as I said, you know, some like-minded friends really started to say, well, how could we make meat from plants uh, without the services of animals? Mm-hmm. And so that's where it all started. And then um, about eight years ago, we formed Hungry Planet based on all that R&D and said, let's start bringing this to market. The food was absolutely delicious. It's so it good. It was nutritious, and we could offer it in all these different forms and all these different cuisines. What's wonderful is, you know, when I first started, it was a, I did a lot of rice and bean combinations because that's what I was reading about. This is what you do, you food combinations. Again, I don't cook. So that's very difficult. Ate a lot of salads. Then the soy business got into it. We have a history in my family of ovarian cancer. Uh, my sister passed away from it. Mm-hmm. Soy is not always great for that. Um, and there is research, and I don't know if it's true, that you shouldn't eat as much soy. So now you got the issue of, well, I want to have a little less soy. What? What do I do? Right. Um, your products have everything in it that's good for you. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we do have really good um, nutritional components to what we have. That's what I mean. It's um, a balance. It's not it just soy. It yeah. was, bef- you know, uh, I'm not going to say the companies, but it was yeah. soy burgers, soy this. It's yeah. just soy. And I'm yeah. going, can I have a little more of something else? Yeah. And what's interesting, though, about soy is that soy has actually powered Asian diets for over 5,000 years. Until we started bringing McDonald's and KFC to play, to Asia, to China, they were unbelievably healthy, right? Now they have diabetes, they have obesity, they have the same problems that we have because they're eating like we are eating. Mm -hmm. So soy actually, the science around that is actually very, very clear now. So is it still something that can, no, 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 it was really bogus research that was put out there and was largely put out there by the dairy industry and the meat industry. I feel so much better. Yeah, no, no. So you should, you should eat as much soy as you want. As a matter of fact, there's a really good documentary out there called The Game Changers um, that addresses soy and a lot of other things and particularly how athletes should be eating more of those so there's a lot of misinformation out there i appreciate that and i'm going to read it because i my mother gave me such a hard time for you got to eat less soy you're going to get this cancer and i'm going yeah no they're not what do i eat they're not correlated at all i I think both the dairy industry and the meat industry saw that soy is the most complete protein available on Mm -hmm. the planet that we're aware of okay it's very nutritious and it truly has powered 
Asian society for over 5,000 years. And so they don't have an abundance of ovarian cancer or any other they types don't. of cancers. Okay. Um, it's a great protein. Uh, we should be eating more of it. Well, I will say I'm the only one in my family that's never had a weight issue. Um, and I've always liked it. I've always, I love tofu. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of tofu. Yeah. So that makes me feel much better. And I love putting that to rest because people still think that. Yeah, no, eat it uh, and sleep well and know that it oh, is uh, doing nothing but fortifying your body in really good ways. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, now before, because you have an interesting background that I was reading about. You started, um, you were a partner of Verge Ventures, which I've heard of them. It's a technology investment kind of strategy. So you kind of had that business sense, I would think. Yeah, I've been a serial entrepreneur. So I, I've, I've lived in all over the world. I spent about 10 years in China. I spent a couple of years in Ukraine in the early days of their independence. Mm-hmm. I started Verge Ventures with a friend of mine where we focused on technology, enterprise supply chain uh, uh, issues. Um, but ultimately, the passion really was about food and yeah. figuring out the mission of our, our company at Hungry Planet is to bend the curve on personal and planetary health. Mm-hmm. And when you think about the problems that you want to solve while you've got some time on this planet, there's probably nothing more important than figuring out how to help people live better and to leave the planet in a better shape than when you found it. Absolutely. So if you can do that, and food is so central to that, that that's been a passion. So um, took all the other experiences that I've had and really put you know heart and soul into building Hungry Planet full-time for about seven years now. Wow. Well, and now you're all over. Are, are you, like, first off, by the way, it's HungryPlanet.com? HungryPlanetFoods.com. 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 Make sure you have that in there. <laughs> um, you want to go online because what's great is when you're there, you can shop online. You can see where it's available. My son is a vegan. He lives in Boston. When I said, dude, Go online. You can go. There's a store right down the street from you that has it. He's like, you're kidding. And I go, no, he's he's in heaven now. Yeah, no, delighted that your son has found us. So at our website, Mm HungryPlanetFoods.com, you can go to our Find Us tab. And on that Find Us tab, you will find all the restaurants that we're in that we know of, because we don't know of all of them, uh, all the grocery stores that we're in. Um, we are in Nationwide with Sprouts. We're in Albertson Safeway. Here mm-hmm. in St. Louis, we're in Deerberg's. So we're in over, I think, 4,000 different grocery stores right now across mm-hmm. the country. When I was visiting my mom and dad in L.A., I was, they shop at Sprouts. Yeah. I go, that's my, that's my meals. Let's get a bunch of them stacked that, up. That, that's my food, yeah. yeah that's and my and food. for people such as yourself who don't really love to cook or maybe aren't uh, really accomplished in the kitchen, Uh, A lot of our retail items are actually pre-cooked items. Mm -hmm. So we've got pre-grilled chicken strips. We've got a pork gyoza or a pot sticker. We have a crispy chicken sandwich. We have Thai meatballs. We have Italian meatballs. Wait, there was a meatloaf or something that I had just recently. Well, you might have made a meatloaf out of our ground chubs. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah. So we also have the ground meats that are available. Mm -hmm. And then on our website, again, at HungryPlantFoods.com, We've got over a hundred recipes there, so you I was can just, just click bring through that there. Up. Yeah, yeah, isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to try some. I'm, I'm not, I'm not very good, like I said, but it looked very simple. Yeah, it, it's a one-to-one substitution for conventional meat. So any of your traditional favorite recipes that you might have, such as a meatloaf, mm-hmm. all you have to do is get our ground beef mm-hmm. and use that as a one-to-one substitution for conventional beef in your meatloaf recipe. And it's going to be absolutely magnificent. I and fooled actually, somebody on my chili with that. Perfect. I was going to say, if you don't tell people in advance, they don't know. They're not going to know. I, we've actually punked um, two of the largest meat companies on the planet where our food was served to them, and they had no idea that they were eating 
plant-based meats. That's incredible to me. Yeah. I mean, that's when you know that wow. you're actually doing something right. Wow. You know, I, I always love companies that are a local start from grassroots kind of a thing that have a passion, but the fact that you ha- share another passion of mine, which is our world, our earth, our planet that we live on, you know, we are supposed to be the caretakers of this place. We don't own it. And I love that you want to help. That's part of this mission. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing more important than being good stewards, right, of the planet that we live on. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily understand how our food supply chain impacts our environment. And it's absolutely huge. So if you take, for example, a quarter pound burger, to create a conventional quarter pound burger takes over 600 gallons of fresh water. 600 gallons for a quarter pound, right? That's extraordinary. It goes from the feed to the processing all the way through, 600 gallons. For a plant-based burger like ours, it's less than 60 gallons, wow. right? So just about 10% of what's used. Wow. And so here in the Midwest, we've got plenty of fresh water. Sure. But if you're in California, or if you're in the Middle East, mm-hmm. or you're in places in China where they're having droughts, mm-hmm. that's a big issue, right? Yes. I mean, that's more than most water people are going to use in showers for a couple months Absolutely. for one quarter pound burger. Right. So just by eating slightly different mm-hmm. every once in a while, you can make a huge difference to the health of the planet. So it's not just fresh water, but it's deforestation and it's you know greenhouse gas emissions and all those types of impacts as well. How, how did you come up with the hiring of the chefs? I mean, that must've been whew, hard. Yeah, no, we've been really blessed to have some amazing talent on our team. So our chief culinary officer, Chef Ron DeSantis, is a certified master chef, of which there are only 62 certified master chefs. I didn't even know there were that many. I know it's a very small percentage. Yeah, 62. So there are are fewer certified master chefs than there are members of Congress, right? How did you get her? Uh, well, we got him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronda? Chef, chef Ron, Chef Ron DeSantis. Oh, I thought you said Rhonda. Rhonda, no, <laughs> Chef Ron DeSantis, certified master Sorry, chef. Sorry, Ron. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, and and his story is amazing. I mean, he learned first to cook in the military, uh-huh. and then he was an instructor at the CIA, and that's the Culinary Institute of America. Wow. So I didn't know that one at first. I thought he was qualified CS5. to cook for for, right. for diplomats, right? He's a spy. Took me a while to learn that because I didn't come from the food industry. But for 20 years, he was an instructor at the CIA, Culinary Institute of America, which is the preeminent culinary school in the United States. Sure. And then from there, he got recruited to Yale University, where he ran their dining services and all their catering. Wow. So to put that in perspective, that's over 14 dining halls, over 15,000 from scratch meals a day. Whoa. Right? He literally has written a book. It's published on high volume from scratch cooking. Wow. So when you can attract somebody like that to your team, it really elevates the quality of the food that you deliver. Mm-hmm. So while we love talking about how we're making a difference to planetary health, personal health, at the end of the day, it's about great food. It's got to taste good. Yeah. I mean, people really aren't interested in being lectured about food. It's no. such a cultural, personal thing. It is. That when you can give people great food and it's an upgrade to what they've had before, mm-hmm. They're just blown away. I mean, he and I were in Singapore not too long ago. It was interesting. We brought over our crab as one of the meals that we were doing. We were doing it for a group of about 150 people. And we were doing our New England crab cake, which mm. in the United States, everyone knows a New England crab cake. In Singapore, not so much. So the guests were kind of like, well, that's okay, but it's not wow. So in the kitchen in real time, he decided that he was going to make their national dish, which is Singaporean chili crab. Okay. So he took the exact same ingredient and just on the fly created their national dish. Suddenly everyone's eyes are lighting up and saying, wow, this is amazing. There's no way I would have known this was plant-based crab because it's just great food. Wow. So that's the benefit of having a really good culinary team. Yeah. When you compare that and they elevate the game in terms of the meats that you're creating, 
Mm-hmm. People are just blown away when they have a chance to taste that food. I think that's amazing. Yeah. I also want to bring up something, you know, look, the most important thing to people, obviously, food tastes good, that they're healthy. Um, and one of the things, one of the good things out of the pandemic is I've, I noticed a lot more people, the younger people, um, are going for plant-based food. And a lot of it is having to do more than just just the environment. It also has to do with they're realizing that this other food is, is the cause of so many diseases like cancer. Yeah, I, I think the younger generation really understands where their food comes from. Mm-hmm. And when we were all growing up, I mean, we we're over 30, 40, right? Something um, like that. I'm 29 <laughs> holding. What are you talking you about? I, yeah, well, I'm 29 no, and a half right. and holding. Right, exactly. You know. <laughs> um, but the information that was available 30 years ago was pretty compelling. Mm-hmm. Today, it's absolutely overwhelming and it's available everywhere. I mean, that's one of the benefits of social media, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of thing, nasty things that go no, on in social media. No, but this is a good thing. But this is something that makes this information available to, at people's fingertips. So the younger generation really is interested in the provenance of their food. Mm-hmm. Where does it come from? Um, you know, what is it doing to the environment? What is it doing to my health? And it's all just a click away to understand that. I mean, for example, conventional ground beef when you get a patty, typically it has bits and parts of over 200 different cows in that patty. Oh, the thought of right? that just grosses as well, me as out. Well, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, so, so what's the provenance of that burger really, Oof. right? And then there are all sorts of other things in there, kind of like, like the additives and the... And, and feces. I mean, it's oh. it's it's the, the study really is... Our, our, pretty compelling that that's not really great food. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes back to Upton Sinclair's The Jungle, right? I mean, in, in many ways, things haven't changed that much. Mm-hmm. So when the generation that's coming along now has all that information at their fingertips and they're saying, well, how can I upgrade my food choices? They're starting to understand that they can upgrade their meat as well by mm-hmm. eating meats that are made from plants without any sort of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Better for them, better for the planet, better for the animals. Um, and the dining experience is just absolutely spectacular. Very good. And that's another thing I want to talk about is how different you are. Um, again, I said earlier how when I first started, the choices were nothing. I mean, a little bit more, a little bit um, Boca got into it. The Morningstar got into it. But um, Amy Lee, there's Gardein, there's a bunch of them. But um, it, it was all kind of the same. Um, but I was glad that I had something more than just rice and beans. Yours are really healthy planet is gourmet meals like I you could buy obviously the stuff to make I love the frozen already done meals they're so good and affordable how do you do that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting. We all celebrated when we were eating plant-based when a garden burger came out. Right, right? exactly. And 30 I mean, years yeah, ago, it was so like, oh, hallelujah, finally finally, finally there's, there's an option there. So I think really it starts with the vision of what you're trying to go after. And in our case, what we were trying to figure out was how could we replicate every type of meat? Mm-hmm. How could we do it from plants? How could we do it with a healthy profile? And how could we do it so it could be used in any recipe, in any cuisine, in any venue? Mm-hmm and make it all delicious, right? So that's a fairly challenging problem to solve for. But it's also a very different vision than creating a garden burger. So it really starts with that vision. So as the old adage goes, a problem well-defined is half solved, right? So when you you really define it in that way, you're, you're bringing to market something that's very different. So in Hungry Planet's case, we have nine different types of meat proteins. So that's more than anyone else in the market. I've never heard that many. Yeah. There were that many different yeah. types. Yeah, so truly it's it's not just a burger patty, but it's all these different types. Every single one has a very healthy profile. We only have eight to 10 ingredients in every single type of meat. 
and we formulated it very specifically so that it could be used in any cuisine and any recipe. So while we, you know, people eat a lot of burgers, that's not all they eat every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the problem we set out to solve. We did that very intentionally, and the results are exactly what you're describing, right? It's it can just gourmet food. Mm-hmm. But what's really interesting is while it can be served in some of the best steakhouses in the country, and it is. Mm-hmm. We've served it in the White House. Wow. We have worked closely with uh, Mayor Adams in New York at Gracie Mansion for various events there. But we've also served it at public schools. So we did a pilot about four years ago with a public school that had over 17,000 students in it. And the head of food service was like, this is the most interesting thing I've worked on. And it's the most compelling initiative I've done since I got rid of Styrofoam over a decade ago. And so she started the school year menuing three items made from our food. She did a burger. She did a chicken chili verde burrito, and she did an Italian meatball sub. By the end of the year, that school district had over 32 items that were based on Hungry Planet. And when they calculated the total number of meals that they'd served district-wide, they'd served 2 million meals district-wide. Half of those were Hungry Planet. That wasn't by design, right? It was just that it was great food. Wow. And so when you can do that and you can introduce people to great food, and you're not making a big deal about it's plant-based, it's just simply wonderful food, people eat it and they're like, well, what was that? Right. And so we've seen from the fine steakhouses to public K-12 schools, that kind of reception to the food that we're doing. I love that. Now, now you're based, you started in St. Louis, but you're based in D.C. now? No, no, we're based here in St. Louis. Oh, you still are based in oh, St. Louis. We're, we're just 10 miles down the road from That's you. so cool. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. That is uh, amazing. And again, I my son goes to Boston University, so excited, but are you over, all over, you are all over the world. Or getting we, we've there. done pilots all over the world, okay. and we did that really before we launched because we wanted to understand what the latent demand was mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. You can drive initial consumer uh, you know, trials by a lot of hype, but what we wanted to figure out is, was our food ready for prime time, and were the customers really ready for it for prime time? Yes. Not just in the United States, where we were testing East Coast, West Coast, in the heart of the country, you know, blue mm-hmm. states, red states, everything in between, but we were also testing in Australia, we were testing in New Zealand, Singapore, Hong Kong, China, just because we wanted to learn. Yeah. And what we found was that in every venue, every country, people were just like, well, what is this food? Because it's fantastic food. It's fantastic. Yeah. Now, um, I'm going to be regular um, Joanna Moana. I'll say Kate, my best friend. She's a steak Midwestern lover. She wants to lose weight. She wants to get healthy. She has heart issues. Um I don't want to eat this food. What would you say to somebody like that? How how do you convince? Because I would love to convince her. Well, we're actually built exactly for that person, right? We're, we're actually not focused on vegans and vegetarians. We're focused on people who love meat and don't want to give that up, but do want to eat better mm-hmm. every once in a while, mm-hmm. even if it's just once or twice a week. You know, it, what, what people find is once they've tried it, they're like, well, there's no, nothing I'm giving up and there's everything that I'm gaining from it. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, it's take a bite of the food, right? And once you've tried the food, you're you're like, well, this tastes like chicken, this tastes like crab, this tastes like beef, and you're off to the races. And you're eating this food with no cholesterol, Mm -hmm. right? No antibiotics, um, not a mixture of a bunch of different animals going into a sausage. You know the provenance of the food. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got half the calories of conventional meat. Mm -hmm. We have no saturated fats. We actually have fiber in what we're doing. So conventional meat, of course, doesn't have fiber, What most Americans don't realize is that they get plenty of protein in their everyday diets. What they're not getting enough of is fiber. Mm -hmm. And conventional meat doesn't have fiber. We do have fiber. We're loaded with fiber. Mm -hmm. So I think the key for a friend such as yours 
is to taste the food. Mm-hmm. The other thing I think to recognize is that all these plant-based meats are not created equal. No, right? no, no, no. And, and you got to look what, at the ingredients. You've got to look at the ingredients. Yeah. And uh, you know, a lot of people have gone and they've done initial trials of certain brands. And they, those brands didn't live up to the promise of what they expected, either in the taste, the texture, the digestibility, the mm-hmm. nutrition. Um, that's why we really took our time to launch what we were doing. Mm-hmm. So while I come from the software industry, we don't think of this as software, right? Because it's not. We don't think of it as tech because it's not. It's food. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be great food from the very beginning. So mm-hmm. I would recommend have your friend you know, go to our website at HungryPlanetFoods.com or go to our Instagram account, which mm-hmm. is also Hungry Planet Foods, or we're on Pinterest, or we're on Facebook, and we're on LinkedIn, and just learn a little bit about what the options are, mm-hmm. because what we're doing is truly different from all the other plant-based meats that are out there. And, totally. he, and if she's in the St. Louis area, everyone in St. Louis is familiar with Lion's Choice. Of course. Right? Amazing uh, restaurant here. Wait, that are you grow. the ones that supplied them with their new... Their new meatball. No, well, yeah, that's awesome. That I didn't know that. Song. When yeah. I got that on the PR lady who sends it the emails, yeah. I went, oh, they finally have something plant-based for me there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Lion's <laughs> Choice, right? A premium roast beef sandwich yeah. that's an institution here in St. Louis uh-huh. with 30 plus locations. Uh, they approached us and we collaborated together to create their first plant-based offering. It's a meatball sub, and it is absolutely it's amazing. Really good. I've had it. Yeah, it's real. I didn't realize it was Healthy Planet. That, uh, that is the Hungry Planet Italian meatball sub there. And what did I say? Healthy Planet. Yeah, it's not healthy. Well, it is healthy planet. I was going to say, because in good my for head you. it is. It's yeah, no, it, it's good for you. I got to look at your thing. It's there you a, go. A thing on his shirt that says hungry planet. Yeah. I just know it tastes good. And what's so <laughs> fun is that when people go now to uh, Lion's Choice, they've gotten rid of the veto vo- vote of the plant-based person who's like, yeah, no, we can't go. There's nothing for me. So now they're getting more customers and they're getting customers who want plant-based. When we did the initial media day before the, the full launch, uh, some of the, the media folks who were asked to come cover it came and they said, look, just to be upfront, not fans of plant-based meat, but we're here because we were assigned to cover it. Wow. They then tried it and like, well, this is so good. Can I bring some back to the studio and can I bring some home? And we've actually had some of them come back to our offices just down the road and come in our studio to film some additional uh, segments because they so enjoyed that food. Oh, yeah. So really, it's, it's about great food. It is about great food and it's a gra- about having the... Uh, the ability to either get it like I do, already done, or have all the ingredients that you can would normally make meat-based meals with um, right there. And and if you're going to talk about cost, because a lot of people go, isn't it expensive to not eat meat? Um, what are you paying for a steak? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and conventional meat is all over the place, yeah. right? And so if you look at chicken, relatively inexpensive, although as inflation you know kicked in, it jumped up and then it dropped back down. Beef has all sorts of different grades. Is it um, free range? Is it grass fed? Is mm-hmm. it organic? And then you've got crab at $14, $15 a pound. We have all those types, right? They're all priced about the same, which is at a, the equivalent of quali- quality beef. Yep. Um, and so people kind of think of that as the fifth protein. It's like it's great protein that I can use in any of my traditional favorite recipes. I think your prices are great. So yeah. I mean, very you know, anybody any budget can eat healthy. So I don't think that needs to be an excuse. I'm trying to get rid of all these excuses to make you know people understand. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Yeah, there is that perception that yes. this is so precious and that it you know, but but it's not at all. No. And one of the other things when people are looking at the pricing is that with um, plant based meats like ours. 
they're very lean, right? Yeah. So they don't have a lot of fat. So therefore, the yield is actually much greater. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing the mental math and saying, well, here's a pound of uh, Hungry Planet plant-based beef versus conventional beef, 80-20 ground beef, by the time you cook that up, our yield is still at a, about 100%, true. whereas with conventional, you're going to lose a, a third of it. So, so true. Um, yeah, there are a lot of things that go into it, but really, at the end of the day, um, the pricing is very reasonable. And when you look at the health benefits, it's even more beneficial because you're not incurring all those health costs that you need to repair yourself for eating food that isn't really that great for you. It's so true. Well, I I feel like I'm uh, excited about this, getting the word out. And um, I have introduced, I know my son, just from introducing him over there, he's introduced everybody that he's in school with over in Boston. And now I'm getting the word out here. Is there anything I'm missing? No, I really appreciate it. I mean, the, the way to figure out how to find the food, right, at HungryPlanetFoods.com, mm-hmm. the Find Us tab, we do our best to learn of all the restaurants that are menuing us. Mm-hmm. Um, here in St. Louis, uh, we have Lion's Choice, the Italian meatball sub, uh, Chicken Out, uh, which is a great chicken place mm-hmm. that uses our chicken uh, cutlet, uh, Mission Taco. Oh, I uh, love Mission Taco. Mission, aren't they amazing? So yes. their Cali Burrito has Hungry Planet Beef in I it. was wondering what that was, because I remember my son, when he was visiting, he goes, oh, you got to get the Cali, whatever it was. And I go, that's not meat. And he goes, no, Mom, I wouldn't be eating it. Yeah, yeah. So, Who I mean, they're, they're wonderful Planet. places right here. They're, they're wonderful places you know, in Southern California. I mean, really all over the country. Um, so that's the best place to find it. And on Instagram at Hungry, Hungry Planet Foods, uh, you can see all the different applications of it. Yeah. And for those who want to do something creative, all the recipes on the website will walk you right through how to use this meat in whatever your traditional favorites are. I'm big on TikTok. I think I need to challenge myself. I'm going to do every recipe on Hungry Planet for me. And I'll show how easy it is and hope it comes out okay. <laughs> yeah, well, check us out on TikTok as well. We, Are had, you we, on there? Okay, we've cool. had some, uh, you know, some success on uh, TikTok, but Instagram really is the main platform I do that, that we're too, on. But yeah. I have, in fact, I did a video before I even knew you guys were here on because I always try and tell people this is what I'm eating because they're always giving me a hard time. Judy, what do you eat? Look, this is what I'm eating. Try it. You know, and that was uh, gosh a few months ago. I think on Instagram. I think I tagged you guys. If not, I'll have to do that. But yeah, I think that's a neat challenge and a challenge if you're listening to this to if you ever wanted to just try it, like you said, a couple days a week, once a week, just try HungryPlanetFoods.com. HungryPlanetFoods.com is where you go to learn everything Everything you need to know about it. It has links to all the social media that we have as well. And that is the right way to do it is just try it for one meal. And if you have some friends, don't actually let them know that you're serving them something that's plant-based. And chances are they aren't going to know. We have our pork gyoza or uh, pork uh, pot sticker, right, Uh as they're more commonly known. And inevitably, when people eat those, they have no idea. And that particular item is based on a family recipe that's 100 years old from Japan. Wow. And all we did was to remove conventional pork, put in Hungry Planet pork. And when people like that, they get this amazing meaty pot sticker that is indistinguishable from the conventional pork versions that they've eaten um, 
over and over again. Yeah, a lot of people gained a lot of weight. They got very unhealthy in the last couple of years, and now all of a sudden they're going, oh my gosh, I need to get healthy. This is a very good way to do just that. And with New Year's coming upon us, right, what better New Year's resolution to say, let me give Hungry Planet a try, take the Hungry Planet challenge, and give it a try for a meal or two and see see whether you feel better because of it. It's all win-win. You know, you're eating better, you're going to be healthier, and you're helping the planet. I mean, it's all the good stuff. Yeah, all, all the good, good and the bad. There's there all, there's nothing but upside with it. I love it. And again, right here, grassroots, St. Louis, born, bred, although this podcast goes out everywhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everywhere. Just go to, again, HungryPlanetFoods.com. And Todd Boyman. One day I'll meet your sisters, Kim and, is it Kim? Kim is my younger sister. She's, she's, an, she's, she's an MD. She's smart, she's the smart, smart ass, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, she's a Stanford graduate. She's, she's well educated. I'm the youngest and of four, so. so. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Jody is my older sister, Jody. who's the co-founder of, of this. But uh, yeah, we all uh, are doing our part to uh, hopefully make a bit of a difference here. It's again, Todd Boyman from Hungry Planet, their mission to bend the curve on personal and planetary health with the only full range of delicious, nourishing plant based meats. I've seen it. I've tasted them a lot. Wonderful stuff. Great. Pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 